case y'all didn't know, um, we are so serious about our children. If your child is not a part of that ministry, um, please allow them to be a part. Um, we go through great lengths to make sure that they are being soundly fed biblically. Um, they've been in, in prayer. They've had prayer scriptures this whole year, every day this year, that they have had at their disposal to be able to focus on. And we're trying to pour into them like someone was able to pour into us. Um, that at the appropriate time they can pour into someone else. It's called paying it forward. And so it is my prayer that you will allow your child to be a part of that. And then I'm looking at some gifts in here that you know that your gifting is working with children. You have that kind of temperament. You have that kind of patience. And we're looking to add to our, to our staff in the youth department those that want to help not take over but assist. Amen. And if that is you, please see us. We want to add instructors. We want to be able to give them a different flavor as the Lord permits. Um, some of us like tea, but we don't all like the same flavor of tea. And so we want to be able to mix it up as the Lord will permit. So um, if you're not in a ministry... And you know that that's a ministry that you can serve. Um, pray about it and then come see us. We're looking to continue to add and grow. And while we say that, put your hands together. We had a great, fantastic month of February celebrating our youth. Amen. Amen. Now, I've been talking to give a few of y'all a little time to write. Um, if you came in late on the back of your handout, there is a question number one. And the question number one says, what goal are you currently aiming for? And um, we've asked everyone to write something there. I don't care if you're right, I don't know. Um, write something there. Um, but you should have something that you are striving for, striving towards um, as we continue to Go for broke in 2019. Um, go for broke. We're going for broke. Um, and if you haven't written anything, now is the time to make sure you have something written there. Um, journey with us as we do that. I'm going to call your attention to a passage of scripture. And then I will. Um, is that clock right? Is right? All right, so I'll be before you to that clock, say 1045. Amen. Amen. And everything we can't say between now and 1045, we'll say it the next time the Lord permits us. Amen. Amen. All right. Ephesians chapter 6. That gives us what? 27 minutes. Lord, Lord. Pray for this long winded preacher. Ephesians chapter 6. Is it verse 10 and 11? Okay, verse 10 and 11. 
It's on the screen if you don't have it. You don't have to search since I'm already under a time constraint. Verse 10 says, a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Amen. On your way to your seat, just look at three people. Again, don't touch them because we've discovered the flu is what? It's real. Look at three people and say, what's your strategy? Y'all take that picture. Y'all take a picture. Those of you that take pictures of the of the handiwork of our audio video team, I like that. Watch your stress. Somebody take that picture and send it to me. What's your strategy? You got it? Somebody said no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting. I want you to have it. I want you to have something tangible um, today that you can be sure that at the end of the day, that when you leave here today, you're not guessing. But you know you heard a word from the Lord. Amen. Um, I want to be sure. On the front of your handout, uh, I need you to see that word is on there called strategy. Everybody got your pictures? I'm trying to make sure you get it before we, we shift. Amen. Amen. Good to see some of y'all. I ain't seen some of y'all in a while. It's good to see you again. The Lord is so kind. Um, he takes us through all kinds of things and then he brings us back into the fold. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. We got it? All right. You good? Okay. I want to be very clear and very transparent as we begin today. Many of us are at a crossroad and will not admit it in our walk with the Lord. We won't admit it because of our pride. We won't admit it because of our ego. But even if you fail to admit it, if you don't address it, it will consume you. Now, I know we all have our Christian halo on today, but um, somebody will admit it, even if you don't do it publicly, that there's been a time or two in your life that you were mad at God. Amen. And so, and so, and so, if we were just honest about the fact that there are some times 
you know, we've had some issues with God. God can help us get some clarity. Yeah. I'm talking to somebody in here. That's where you are right now. But I've come by to tell you, God can help you get some clarity. God has no problem with you being angry with him. He knows that's a natural emotion that he's given you. It's not a sin to be angry. The scripture says be angry. But sin not. See, if you don't know how to handle your anger, it'll handle you. And I know all of our arms are too short to box with God. And since we can't box God, we'll start boxing each other. And so at the beginning of the year, we, we shared with all of us that there's a need to have what we call goals. We shared that our goal as a church family was to go for broke in 2019. And that's our theme. That's our anthem. And we begin in 2019. If you were here on the Tuesday nights, you really get a whole lot more of this. And we begin saying, okay, you need some goals. Yeah. And we begin to instruct us to make sure we had a vision board. Anybody did a vision board this year? Anybody have ever done a vision board in your life? Some of y'all say, oh, what you talking about? Um, and, and, and if you don't have a vision board, you're already in trouble. This is the third month. We're beginning a brand new month. This is March. This year is flying past, whether you know it or not. You're going to look up, it's going to be December, and you're going to be no further alone on your purpose than you were when you started the year. You need a vision board. You need something that you can continue to look at to keep you on track. Those of you that finished New Members Orientation, God bless you. We thank God for you. We're going to celebrate you on Tuesday if the Lord say the same. Um, But you know that we say there's a scripture we want you to put on your mirror, put it on your door, put it on the first door, the last door you leave out of your house, put it on the on the sun visor in your car. We want you to make sure that everything you do, Romans chapter 11, verse 36, for of God and through God and from God are all things to God be the glory forever Amen. We want you to make sure that everything you do should be to bring honor and glory to God. But if you don't continually see that passage of scripture, there are going to be some folk that show up that's not saved that will trip you up. We need you to see it. It's a vision. It's something to remind you to stay focused on what God has for you to do. And so you have goals. We have a vision board up there. And you've got to understand it's great, I'll say that, it's great to have a vision board. Um, it's great to have all of these things that, that you're trying to get done in your life. But what you've got to understand is that you will not complete anything on that vision board unless you have a strategy. Come on, just say it with me. Say strategy. Um, You've got to have a strategy to complete. Listen, 
It's some goals up there. It's personal growth. It's relationship. It's hobbies. It's travel. It's having fun. It's finances. It's health. And all that sound good. But Minister Swanson, if you don't have a strategy to accomplish anything that's on that board, all that's going to be is just some things on the board. And it will never become a reality in your life. And you've got to understand it's cool to say I'm going to school, but what's your strategy? School is expensive. What's your strategy? And it's time consuming. What's your strategy? How you going to go to work, take care of a family, and go to school, and pay the bills that you're already behind before you get the student bill? And if you don't have a strategy... You're going to start school and you're going to quit school because you're going to be so frustrated. It's good to want to go back to school. Go get it. Get all that you can. But make sure you have a strategy because if you don't have a strategy, you will mess up and start something that you're not in position to finish. Did you hear me? You need to have a strategy. Now, when you see those goals that's on the board, here's what you got to understand that God has called all of us to be in position to go to the next level. Now, next level, some people can say next dimension. Some people can say to the next chapter. But at the end of the day, God did not call any of us to be stagnant. If he wanted you to be stagnant, he'd have left you in 2018. But the reason he brought you in 2019 because he wants you to keep moving. There's some more he wants you to do. It doesn't matter how old or how young you are. There's some progress that you should be making. And that's what's wrong with so many of us. We get to the point in our life where we stop progressing. And anything that stops progressing becomes stale and stink and deserve to be buried. That's why we struggle in relationships because we get in a relationship and it gets stale, it gets stagnant, it gets old, it gets boring, you get sick of me and I'm sick of you. But we've been together so long we just hang on in there. Did you hear me? Um, but, but, but the Lord blessed me, Miss Joy, because the Lord blessed me and, and he allowed me um, to be in position to watch um, a little four-year-old man maneuver and and we and and somebody was smart enough pray for him to buy her this thing called LOL I don't know it's a LOL what them dogs there it is y'all know some of y'all feeling my pain and they and they bought the LOL doll and all this stuff and and when they bought it when they bought it it looked good in the box you hear me? She was excited because she saw the picture on the box. And she saw the picture on the box and it looked good on the box. It looked good. Did y'all hear me? It looked good on the box. And the person that bought it was, look, I got you something. And they was all excited that they bought her this gift. But they handed her the box. And then what they did not tell her, that there was this other part on the box that said, assembly required. There's 2,000 pieces. That's what it looked like to me. On the boxes all together. 
and it looked good on the box. The problem is the person that bought it for her did not have a strategy of making what was on the inside of the box look like the picture on the outside of the box. So now they gave her a box with a good picture on it, but then there were some things that had to take place on the inside of the box called assembly. And now because they didn't have a strategy for the assembly, when they opened the box, everybody got frustrated. Ain't that just like life? You asking God to give you something and God said it's right there for you but you got to recognize there's assembly required. He gives you a pretty picture. Here's the picture. Here's the outcome and you shout over the outcome. I'm going to be a millionaire. You shout over that. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get my PhD, my master's and you shout over that. I'm going to have a fortune 500 career. You shout over that. I'm going to be married with the same man, with the same children, with the same last name and you shout over that. But what he failed to tell you before you get to that, there's some assembly required. And many of us are struggling in life because we want God to give us everything. And he says, you can have it, but you got to be willing. To put in some assembly work. You want a good marriage? You can have it, but you better be willing to put in the work. You want to be an entrepreneur? You can be. But you better be willing to put in the work. Because you work harder for yourself than you will for anybody else. And so many people, Ashley, are frustrated because it have not materialized the way they thought it would materialize. And God is saying the only reason you're frustrated is because you thought you was going to get this beautiful picture without having to put in some real work. That vision board looks good, but what's your strategy? I want to play an organ. Like BK. Sound good. But until I go take some lessons. You feel me? Till I invest the time. You, you get what I'm saying? And guess what? I may take lessons. I may invest the time. And still may never ever get to the point to where he is. And I've got to be satisfied with the results I get. Somebody missed that right there. See, God has given you what you asked for, but you're not satisfied with it because you're too busy looking at somebody else. And the grass always looks greener on the other side. But if you go over there, sometimes you'll find out it's artificial. shortcuts to getting what God has for you. You got to be willing to put in the work. And if you're not willing to put in the work, quit asking God for it. What? 
is your strategy. It's cool to have a child. Good, you got the child. Now, what's your strategy to raise this child? Daycare is expensive, especially when they're eight weeks old. What's your strategy to raise this child? They feet grow seem like every other day. Can you afford these shoes that go on? Why y'all looking at me strange? What is your strategy? Now you're mad at the child like it's the child's fault. No, it's your fault because you didn't count the cost. Can I bless you real quick? Somebody going to get mad at me. Just keep looking straight ahead at me. You about to get an income tax return. What's your strategy with the income tax return? Because you're going to look up and it's going to be gone and you're still going to be in debt. Why y'all looking at me strange? You got to have a strategy when God blesses you before you get the blessing. Anybody like me already blew that? That income tax gone. Strategy. You won't know why folk in church suffering? They don't have no strategy. You thought just because you walked down the aisle, gave the preacher your hand, and the Lord your heart, that everything was well. And your soul may be saved, but you're going to still have to go through some trials, some tribulations. You think they're going to let you sing in the choir and not let you have to deal with some mess? They think you think you think they're going to let you usher. They're going to let you be a deacon. They're going to let you preach. They're going to let you work with the youth. They're going to let you serve God and not bring some mess your way. If you don't have a strategy on how to handle the mess that's going to come with the territory that you're asking God to give you, then you're going to walk away from what he has given you and what you've been praying about. Many of us are struggling right now because we walked away from our blessing because we didn't have a strategy to handle it I'll say this for my time run out black folk will leave a job and not have another one how dumb is that and unless you've already had 20 years in on a job can I bless you with this chances are you're not going to retire from the place that you're working in right now so that means you know eventually you're going to either get laid off they're going to downsize you're going to get fired something going to happen and you're going to have to get you another job so my question is since you know you're going to eventually have to get another job what is your strategy right now so that when that time show up I don't care if it's in 10 days or 10 years that you're in position to handle it without committing suicide yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. strategy y'all we are suffering in the church because we don't have strategy somebody can out sing you somebody can out preach you somebody can out teach you but their ministry will never grow better than yours because they have gifts you have strategy Strategy, y'all think I'm joking? Let me take you to the Bible real quick. Um, um, Goliath had gifts. Goliath had the power. Goliath had the might, but he didn't have the right strategy. 
David was a small fella. And David said, I don't have the strength that you have, but I have the strategy that you neglect. And I'll take my strategy, and because I have strategy that came from the God that I serve, my strategy will overpower your strength. Strategy. Um, I don't have but six minutes left, um, and so y'all know I ain't gonna finish. That's cool. Um, but let me get you. Let me get you right here. On our vision board, whatever it is we're trying to get accomplished, the Lord says that. You can have it because you have a clear picture. You have clear direction. St. James, we know our objective. Our objective is to make disciples in 2019. Um, But now we've got to make sure we have the proper strategy to execute that we can do what God has for us to do. And so if you don't have the right strategy, what's going to happen is um, you're going to be frustrated when everything that shows up in your life does not go according to the plans that you had made. And I've got to get you to understand this, that we serve a God that believes in strategy. Now watch this. When you look at verse number 11, it's on your handout. You ain't got to search for it. Um, It says at the conclusion, it says that you can be able to stand firm against all what? Come on, y'all, let's read this together. You can be able to stand, which is to say, the devil has strategy. Why do you think he don't bring me drugs and alcohol? That's never been my advice. That would be a dumb strategy. To bring me something that ain't never impacted me like that. But can I tell you what he does? He take the drug and alcohol to y'all. He bring me what he know I like. Because <laughs> he know that will get my attention. You get what I'm saying? He's strategic. And what you got to understand is I know my weaknesses too. And so I don't wait. For temptation to show up to try to get prepared for it. I go to God in advance. Now, Lord, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And and I don't wait for it to show up to start trying to call on the name of the Lord. No, Lord, you know. I need your help now. So if it shows up, excuse me, when it shows up, I'm ready. There's a strategy that has to take place. Now listen, you're going to hear more of this in the days to come. But I need you to be sure that you understand strategy. Let me give you the definition of strategy and then I'm going to stop. And then we'll pick up some more in the days to come if the Lord permits. Um, The word strategy, if you read Webster or if you Google it, it simply means it's a careful plan or method. Or it's an art of devising or employing plans toward a particular goal. It's an adaptation or a complex of adaptations of a particular behavior. Okay? Um, But when you look at this word in the Greek, um, you'll discover that it's not just that. It comes from a compound word 
Um, and the compound word starts with stra, S-T-R-A, let's put it that way. And that, that means to spread out, to envelop, to engulf. It means to engulf, to spread out, or to envelop. And then it means, it means to lead. It means to drive. It means to, to oversee, which is to say that God has given you the ability to spread out, to engulf your territory, but you've got to be in position to lead it and not allow it to lead you. Did you hear what I just said? And, and you've got to be careful because the same thing that make you great will get you in trouble. Because it will become your master instead of you mastering it. And then all of a sudden I'll be preaching for money instead of for souls. You, you get what I'm saying? Um, um, I will, before I take an engagement, I need to know how much I'm getting paid. Did you hear what I just said? Um, be- before I play the instrument, how much you're paying me to play this instrument? It ain't about serving God no more. It's about what I can get out of it. That's when it has engulfed me. But God said, I have given you the power, the ability to strategize that you can engulf the territory that I'm taking you to, that next level, that next dimension, that next chapter. But I need you to stay in position that you can master it and it doesn't master you. Thus, Ephesians shows up. We'll get into it in the days to come because I told you I'm stopping at 1045. Um, But at the end of the day, I need you to write this word. Um, It's on your handout, but just write it. Um, It's called strategy. Listen. Listen. You want a man who makes seven figures? Give me a woman that makes seven figures. You, you, You get what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that, but let me ask you this, D. What's your strategy? Because a man or a woman that makes seven, six figures or seven figures, they don't have enough, a lot of time. They busy. So now what's your strategy for being alone? You get what I'm saying? They ain't got enough time. You can't be blowing their phone up trying to FaceTime them. They working trying to make six and seven figures, but you can't handle being alone. You can't handle seeing other folk post pictures on Instagram and Snap and, and Facebook and they living the life and you at home by yourself. Why's well, because you married somebody that's trying to make six and seven figures. They don't have time to be at the house every time you show up at the house. And the question is, do you have strategy to deal with your loneliness? Am I making sense? Because you'll get the person and then run them away. Come on, shout strategy up in here. In the days to come, y'all, I promise you, if the Lord permit, we're going to dig into this. Because I need you to make sure that you have some blessings with your name on it, but you'll never get them if you don't have the right strategy. Come on, shout strategy. Put your hands together. We got to stop. We thank God.